The perennial problem for an entrepreneur is finding customers. Where do you find the people that are willing to pay for your product, become your customer, become your fan, help you grow your business so that you can live the life you always wanted to live? How do you find them? Where do they come from? The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. So welcome to the Rebel Entrepreneur podcast. It's a special episode. I don't do many where it's live and I'm with another human being in the same room. Can you believe it? Welcome to the show, Neft. Hi, Alan. <laughs> Neft, uh, we are currently in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Um, would you like to tell everyone how we met? Yes, Alan, that'll be great. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your place and be human to human because it's been a long long way that we haven't seen people anyway uh we met i think last year and uh you were given uh, a little bit about uh money investment and it was a gathering for the uh nomads that they're here pv so i got invited and that's how i met you then and then we run in the street once i think and and that's about it and now that you come back from colombia and uh, I think I text you and we went for, you know, supper or something and we started talking and I really like all your podcasts and I really like all your courses that you have and I love it. So that's the way we met. It's great to have you here. I'm very excited about this. And one of the questions Neft asked over dinner was about marketing. How do I grow my business? So I guess let's start there. The whole purpose of this conversation is to work together to find ideas to help Neft grow his business. What is your business? What do you do? Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with a little story because my business is a little bit uh, probably not difficult to understand. A lot of people that come over to Puerto Vallarta come over because the people, the food, and of course, the beach and, you know, the weather. The weather, the beach, the food is amazing. Yeah. So um, I come over here also 21 years ago and uh, my wife and I just come over for vacation. We decided to stay. So that's the way it goes, right? So, yeah, uh, we decided to stay and uh, I met this guy. I'm just going to call him JP. He invited me to uh, work for a resort. So we worked for a resort for a long time and after that he started a little shop selling beat art i don't know if you know what beat art is alan yeah the really brightly colored mexican it's gorgeous we've seen the shops it's absolutely beautiful what would people type into google so they can see what we're we're talking about that's probably one of the uh key problems that we have because uh, it's hard to find it. Most people try to find it as beat art or Mexican beat art or indigenous beat art. That's the way they can find it online. And uh, for Mexicans, they, had, they got to Google or type Huichol because Huichol, that's the name mm -hmm. of the people who made this kind of art. These people is the indigenous people that live in the Sierra Madre of Jalisco, the state where we are, Right, and they are very close ascending from the Aztecs. 
cool. Yes, and for those of you listening, Huichol is the usual spelling. H-U-I-C-H-O-L. Or just type in B-Dart Mexico and you will see the most incredible, vibrant pictures of B-Dart. They are yes. incredible. It is incredible. Actually... Another way to find it, as Mexican, most Mexican also find it as Huichol or Wixaricas, which is spelled W-I-X-A-R-E-K-A-S, which is a little bit, you know, difficult. So <laughs> most people try to find it as Peter. So the people that live in the mountains, right, that make this beautiful art, they used to come over to Puerto Vallarta or places close to the beach to sell their art. But it's very hard for them because the economy and the way they live, most people, they don't have a way to, to make this and survive. You know what I mean? So uh, JP, the guy that I told you before, he find a way to help them out. How? He started helping them out, buying all the materials and give it, basically give it to them and pay them for the work. So they provide them the way to live. You know, they express their art and also they get pay of it. So now he's been doing this for 15 years, more or less. Wow. So now he has galleries in PV, two in PV. They have one in Sayulita and one in Playa del Carmen, the other side of the country. So about four years, we start actually this gallery together. 15 years ago, but I was too young and I said, no, this is going to take too long to grow. And, <laughs> and I left. I left. And how do you feel about that decision? I, I, I feel bad, but I think, I, I think that, you know, in life, everything has the moment. And it happens for a reason. Exactly. So, uh, average about five years ago, I came back to him and uh, my ego was crushed, right? And I said, look, I want to talk to you because I know you're selling this, but I do want to sell this online. Okay. Because he don't have anything in that moment. Online, everybody has to come over to PV in order to get pieces. So I told him, like, I want to have my own shop, and I want you to sell me pieces so I can resell it or, you know, put it in the market. And he said, no, let's do it together. I know you. We're friends. We, we can work together. So we start together, and that way I don't have to purchase basically anything. I belong to the company. You know what I mean? So we developed a website, and we developed all the social media, Google, Pinterest, uh, TripAdvisor, name it, everything. And I think we've been working probably not as hard or probably not as smart. So that's why I come over to you, Alan, so that you may have ideas or maybe someone out there have ideas that can help me out because I've been working. We've been selling not as much as we want. And the main purpose of this is not like, you know, make a lot of money for ourselves, but we want to help the people in the communities because they are a lot of people. They, it's about four states where it's a lot of people that need to work, that need to have food for that, you know, they don't have electricity, some people they don't have schools. So with this, we bring all the pieces up to the Sierra Madre, we bring everything so they work, we pay them, and they have a better life. You know what I mean? So. But I need to increase basically my sales in order to help them out. Okay. So we have a website. Yes, we do. And it's generating some sales. Yes. But we want to bring in more sales through the website. 
Yeah, that's that's what I want. Are we just talking about the website or the physical stores? Uh, the physical stores right now, I think they have enough people. Of course, they need more, right? Yeah. But my my job, or what I want, it's to bring people, <laughs> <laughs> to bring people <laughs> to the website, because okay. yeah, because if if someone come over to the to the store, uh, they can purchase everything and they can get everything, but. A lot of people don't know that we have a website. Mm -hmm. And when they go back to the States, they go back to Canada, back in Mexico, wherever they come over, Colombia, Argentina, France, Italy, whatever they come over, they want to get something because these places are so beautiful. When they go back to their houses, neighbors and families, friends, they want some of these pieces because they are so colorful and beautiful. So they ask them how they can get it. But sometimes they don't know how to get it. So mm -hmm. we need to tell them that we have a website so they can get it. Okay. But I want to bring you also another another issue that I think that I'm will I'm I'm dealing with. It's the shipping. Shipping costs are killing me. Okay. We have a uh, we have a deal with FedEx and DHL. I'm sorry, I'm naming them. No, 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 that's fine. Name away. <laughs> we have no shame on this podcast. <laughs> so uh, I think we need to find out a better way to uh, capture more customers or or bring their attention to the website so when they go back home they can you know bring something for their family's gifts or, or I don't know just decor their houses right so this was actually one of my first questions going through my head is is this a purchase that has to happen when it's here because we all go on vacation holiday we fall in love with the place. It's a different way of life. And then we want to take a piece of that place home to remind us. So then my question becomes, like, is it possible to sell it to people that have never been here? Because, so uh, you've got an answer, which I love, because I heard you say, oh, they take it home and the neighbors say, where did you get that? Um, so you believe that it doesn't matter whether people have been here or not? No, it doesn't matter. What I think it's the people that is here or they come over here, it's a key for us to spread the world. That's what I think. But it doesn't matter if they haven't been here. A lot, Lots of people that, that look for Mexican art, they find us and they've never been here before. And, and we have sent pieces to Australia, China, Dakar, I mean, name it, all over, UK, I mean, all over. Even the UK. Even the UK, we <laughs> have some pieces, yeah. I have a very, very nice customers over there that they ask me for pieces, not that often, but they do. But they, when they ask me for pieces, they ask for big pieces because it's, it's far and it's expensive shipping over there, mm. yeah. Okay, so I've got a bunch of questions for you. So my business partner and I like to do this thing where it's, okay, before we come up with a solution, let's diagnose what's actually happened. What's the current situation? Number one, for the customers that come in the store, do you ever capture their details? Email address, phone number, nothing. Not ne really Neft is shaking his head on the podcast. Um, <laughs> we haven't. We, uh, we try to. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, we try to do this very organic, and JP is very 
respectful for everybody. He don't want to be invasive to the customers. He don't want to ask them details and, and you know, people addresses and, and phone numbers and emails. I do believe that we need to have those emails and phone numbers so we can remarket after that. Yeah, because once they've left, they're gone. They're, gone. they're literally vanished. Yeah. Uh, there is a group of people who come here every year, but most people visit once, then they go to another place or another town or whatever it is. Okay, so that feels like an easy win from that question, but we'll come to that. So second question, on the website, do you know what kind of traffic you're getting at the moment? Do you know how many unique visitors per month? Our visitors right now for a month will be about 5,000. Okay. So you've got about 5,000 unique visitors per month. Yeah. What kind of number of sales does that translate into? Is that number of sales or amount of sales? Like how many sales do we have? Number, yeah. Okay, I will say it about... 10 sales out of that. Okay. 10 sales a day? No, a month. A month. Yeah. Okay. So we've got 5,000 unique visitors, gives us 10 sales. Yeah. It will probably a little bit more because uh, we have people that they don't purchase in the website. We have a WhatsApp number and we have a uh, chat on it. Okay. And people go through that to ask specific questions because this art is very unique. And sometimes people don't find the colors or the shape they want it, so, so they, they contact. Say, Can I have yeah. this in pink or this in yellow? Yeah. So, and then the sale is, is, does, does not go to the website. It goes through my website, website or it goes to my phone. So I do that basically manually which is do the whatsapp sales come from anywhere else or is this just people finding you on google maps the website uh, the whatsapp is in google it's in facebook instagram it's all over so okay. it the sales in whatsapp it can be from the website and all it's social media yeah which makes it harder for us to understand the sales funnel yeah. of the people come in here and go there um, but it's still useful. So do you have an idea of what kind of sales come through the WhatsApp? I would say like double of that. Okay. Yeah. So it's like another 20 sales through WhatsApp. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So we've got more people who are coming to you with questions. Do you keep a list of the questions they ask you? Uh, not specifically, but I do know now all the questions they ask me. I don't have it on right, but I know what they ask me. So you could create a list of yeah. these are the top 10 questions. Actually, I have a, a quick response for some of those questions already. I love that. Yeah, when they ask me, like, if I can ship this, if I can make it in different colors, if I can make it on this side, yes, we can. Uh, this is a very unique art, so every piece is different non pieces are you know the same so that that makes this a little bit more difficult to market i would say like but yeah i answer your question i think so if you're listening at home and you want to see neft what's the website so everyone can see what we're talking about what's the actual website the actual website is www tierra tierra that means land it's i want to spell it as t i e r r a wechol H-U-I-C-H-O-L.com. Dot com. So if you want to have a look, 
go to Tierra Huichol. I'm not good at rolling my R's yet, Neft. I'm practicing my Spanish as much as I can. And you will be able to see the art and see what we're talking about. Uh, this is all part of this kind of web that happens when you start to run a business. Because the way I think about it is the website is my home. Yes. And then I'm using Facebook, Instagram, maybe even YouTube or different services to get traffic to the website. And then the website is converting into sales. Yes. For you, there's sort of the website and there's the WhatsApp. Um, so you've actually kind of got two homes and the WhatsApp is almost like that's the direct line to you. So they're skipping out the website. They're going straight to you to close yes. the sales. Yes. When they find you on the web, when they find you on the WhatsApp, when you've agreed with them that you can do it, do you direct them back to the website to put their details in? Or do you just close the sales directly on WhatsApp? I just close the sale directly. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> just close I, it. Yeah, I close the sale because if I let them go... You may never see them yeah, again. Yeah. So I try to be as much, uh, you know, helpful. And I try to do everything, you know, the best and easy way for them to get the piece they want. I don't know if you've heard this on the website, but it's a question I regularly like to ask. What is the number one asset in any business? What's the most important Sales. thing? Sales. Yes, but what leads to that? Customers, or yeah. acquire customers. So the most important thing in any business is the list of customers. Yes. It's the list. And that's whether it's prospective customers, i.e. ones that haven't bought yet, but they've put their email into your website, they've contacted you on WhatsApp, you've got some details so you can market to them, yeah. or ones that have actually bought and you can sell to again. That is the most valuable asset in your business. We don't have a list of current customers because we've never kept that, although you have some on WhatsApp. I have. I in my WhatsApp, I have all the customers that they purchased because I put a label on, on them, which is like which um, they already purchased something. And I have a list of emails also on the website because some people, when they ask me something in the chat, they got to put an email. So I keep the email and I have all the emails for the ones they already purchased something. So you, oh, brilliant. So you have got a list of emails of people and have you ever emailed them? Yes, I have. Awesome. Yeah. Probably not as I often as I should, but... Well, like, should is one of those words that doesn't help us. Um, how often do you message them? Normally, we do that every two weeks. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's really good. Like, you do not need to do more than we that. We don't want to be very invasive. No, 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 no. We want to do a little bit, you know, like, easy going because, I don't know, we respect a lot. Probably we got this from JP, which is very respectful to people and, you know, their information and privacy. And also the the artists, they also very respectful for other people. So we want to keep that in the same track. But we need to make sales. So you are doing email marketing, which is fantastic. And I've noticed at the bottom of your website, you've got to sign up for the newsletter type piece. How many emails do you have? Not many. Okay. Not many. For you're talking about the people that subscribe to us, yeah, yeah, not many. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say like probably one a month. 
Okay, one a month, and it's up to how many have you got now? Like 50, 100? Oh, no, 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 no. It's, most people, they don't subscribe to it. Okay. I don't know why. Well, I'd like to give you an idea. Yeah, please. If I look down here, it's just right at the bottom, and all it says is newsletter, name, and email. Like, people don't necessarily want a, a newsletter. Okay. Like, we're not really selling it to them. I'm sure when you describe the art, you describe the people, the colours, the vibrancy, and then you go, want to sign up to the newsletter? Because not really. Yeah, like, not, they not why, exactly. Why do I care about the newsletter? Why am I signing up to it? It's kind of hidden at the bottom. Uh, it doesn't... Need to be there? It could be there. We could make more of a feature of it. We can tell people why they should sign up to the newsletter. Like, what's in it for them? Why do they care? Why are they signing up? Um, we need to give them a reason. We have uh, the idea that we're working on, and I have to mention it right now. Uh, when they come over to the store, they see all these colorful pieces, and every piece they have symbols, mm -hmm. and every symbol means something. So the guys that are taking care of them over there, they explain to them real quick what the meanings of the symbols, right? They don't, but they don't have, they don't memorize everything. Mm -hmm. So we give to them a sheet with all the symbols, but I want them to have that on an email or in their WhatsApp so they can keep it for a long time. So that's the idea that I have now in order for me to keep their information. There's a reason to sign up. It's like, put your email in here, we'll send you details, and then like once a month we'll send you stuff about the art, what's going on, the meaning of your art, what's happening. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Then there's a reason. Like, okay, I'm actually signing up to get something, something not just to be sold to. Very good. Thank you, thank you, very good. So we're getting traffic to the website, it's kind of converting a little bit. The website is beautiful, by the way. You've got great pictures, you've got color, you've got information about all the different pieces. You're producing really good content. The way to look at this is either we increase the traffic to the website. If we can keep the same conversion ratio, if we double the website traffic, we double the sales. So we can look at it like, how do we get more people to visit the website? Or we can go, okay, we'll leave the same number of people visiting the website, but let's improve the conversion rate. So from the 5,000 people that come to the website, how can we get 20 of them to buy instead of 10? Okay. Which do you think is the most important area for you to focus on? Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a kind of trick question right now because I'm focused right now. I have a plan for this month specifically, right? I, 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 we used to change the, the, the platform of our website. We used to be in Shopify and now we're in WordPress because we used to have problems showing the product to people. So now that uh, we have uh, WordPress, we're just putting pictures. We used to have a 3D video but right now only have pictures. And then some of the products we, uh, and when people wanna see the video, we direct them to YouTube. Right. You're probably gonna see some pictures or some pieces that they have a link to YouTube. So you can see a video on YouTube and then uh, you can see 360. So right now what I'm trying to do is uh, upload more pieces 
on the website. And my goal is to have at least 300 to 500 pieces, all different shapes and sizes and prices. So people wow. can have more sure. options or choices to choose from. That's, that's what I'm focused right now. It's a lot of work because taking pictures for product and uploading everything takes a long time. So people don't understand sometimes how hard is that, but I love I love to do it, but it takes a long time. It does take a yeah, long time. And yeah. your pictures, uh, I'm looking at the picture of the rhinoceros right now, and it is stunningly photographed. It is really well done. I am super impressed. Thank you. Thank you. It does take a long time to do that. Yeah. So at the moment, you're building the catalog. I would say the catalog right there, but also we have a catalog on the side with the pieces that we used to have before so we can show the people what kind of what kind of pieces we have of course they're going to be in different shaping colors because every piece is unique so i'm going to send this catalog to every single uh people that we have in our email list and we want to work this month the last week of this month to visit hotels and big companies with this catalog so they can see that we have more than a thousand pieces differently so they can see that they have options to have in their lobbies or probably when they have like sometimes at the end of their year they give like recognized you know when they sell or whatever like a diploma or something so it's going to be like a trophy we have some pieces that we designed with a with a little plate wow. with names and base so they look very good and so we want to have two catalogs one that are simple pieces and the other one is like like custom made pieces so they can have more options so this is where I ha what I have for the end of the month and that's my goal to to finish all this uh, almost 500 pieces on my in my website and then have these catalogs ready to go at the end of the month okay that's the goal that's the goal so you're working on expanding the catalog photographing all the stuff and making huge progress which I love the question we asked at the start was how do we make more sales through the website Bring in more people. But is that the most important question for you to be working on? Because you're, you're talking about face-to-face -face marketing in the hotels. You're talking about building the catalog of products. You're talking about custom products. That's a huge amount of different items. It's really tough to do it all at once. I totally understand that. Uh, so I guess what my mind is going is the initial question for this episode was how do we get more customers? I think we need to make more present in the internet or, or, or a way or an easy way for them to find us. You have a fairly easy way for people to find you. You have a website. Like. So I don't know. I, I probably am lost in that. And that's what I don't have more people. That's what I that's that's probably my problem. So I guess the question I was asking was, should we focus on getting more people to the website? Do you think the website performs well? Like, is it converting well? Yeah. Should we get more people to the website or should we work on improving the website so it converts more? I think we need to bring more people to the website. So it's traffic. Yeah. So the number one thing we need to do traffic. is traffic and getting people to turn up to the website. Cool. Yeah, I think that that's it. That's it. Yeah. And sometimes through the diagnostic process, we go, okay, where do we want to focus? And you spend some time talking about the issue and trying to find out which angle we want to look at it. But traffic is the angle for you. Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
So let's start there. Let's do that. Let's go through that. Let's start with how do you currently bring traffic to the website? We have uh, Facebook and Instagram already, and we pay for some uh, campaigns. Also, we pay for some campaigns in Google. I don't know, we haven't done the best campaigns ever, or we need to find out someone that can help us how to design the campaigns. Because I think that's the way to bring people to our website. Is the paid campaigns? Probably. Not sure. So currently you have Facebook, Instagram. You've done some trials of paid campaigns on Facebook and Instagram and on Google. Yeah. How else are you bringing people to your website currently? What else do you do each week, each day to get people to come? I, what it's been working lately, what I see that is working, it's uh, my website and my uh, stories on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. When, I, when I put new pieces on Facebook, Instagram, and my website, I see people is like, you know, asking me questions and, and I've been closing some sales in that way because they, like today, they, I post like, I don't know, 20 different pieces and I have people from Spain asking me right now and people from the States and people from here in Mexico, they say, I want this and I want that. So I don't know, probably people is spending more time right now and looking at stories and I got to, you know, be focused on that. Okay, so that's actually working right it, now. It is working right now. Like f last month also. Uh, no, January works better in stories. February, it was very bad month. <laughs> very, very bad. Very bad. But uh, yeah, like December and January was very good, especially in stories. Okay. Yeah. And I never expect that stories were like something really good. But yeah, they make me, they make me customers. They make me uh, sales. Excellent. Excellent. Are there any other strategies, any other ways you're bringing people to your website that you haven't told me about yet? The other one probably is the uh, when people purchase at the, at the physical stores, they have uh, they have like bags where they have the website printed on and also oh, okay. they have uh, a little sheet where they have the symbols on it and in the bottom they have the uh, the website uh -huh. so I think some people you know when they go home they find this sheet or they see the back and they see the website and they contact me from there and they come yeah back but I, I don't do that like directly myself it's like the stores doing it yeah so those are the main ways you get traffic to the website, which is yes. Facebook and Instagram stories, WhatsApp stories, a little bit of paid advertising, yes. and then some handing out of the flyer and bags at yes. the store. Yes, that's basically it. I, I don't think we have another way right now. Do you have, how long has it been since you transitioned from Spotify to? Shopify. Sorry. Spotify's for music. <laughs> How long has it been since you transferred from Shopify? Month and a half. A month and a half. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any Google Analytics data to know where your traffic is coming from? You mean where they're coming from? Which country? Which state? Or which age? Which platform? Like is most of your oh, traffic coming yeah. organically most from Google? Most of the traffic is organic in Google. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so it's organic. Yeah. 
have you got it linked up so you can see which which keywords they're searching yes. for? Yeah, actually, the word they were looking for is beat art and which whole art, and it's in English will be beat art or indigenous art. In Mexico will be which whole art. And you're showing up for those, and that's bringing people oh, yes. to your website. Yes, we normally make sure that we have those keywords on it all the time. When we post something, yeah, we try to put those on it. Okay. But it's the stories that seem to be making the sales. Lately, yes. Does the stories lead to the website, or is it leading to the WhatsApp? When I put the stories, it's in the WhatsApp. So basically, they, they, they call me right away. And I have I have to do the stories to call them all or make them call me right away on my WhatsApp because I post pictures of the of the pieces that we have in the gallery and the pieces of the gallery is they are not in the in the website because the website pieces I have it in a different place because those right there in the gallery they're for sale right there and they can be right now as we speak and two three minutes later they're gone so. When I have problems before, because people ask me for, I want this speci specific piece, and there's this gone. It's like, I can't have it. I want that. I can't have it. It's unique, and it's gone. So I, I got to do it that way so I don't create this discomfort with the customers. So how many followers do you currently have on Instagram, Facebook? I think we have between 5,000 to 8,000 people. Wow. Yeah, it says you've got 8,259 followers. That's huge. We have a little less on Facebook, but... Okay. So you have people that are following you, looking at the pictures. You have that, and you have engagement. People are liking some of the photos. Of these followers, do you ever message them individually? No, never. I have never. They do message me. They do message you. So you get messages, but you're not actively reaching out through there. No, I, don't, I don't try to resell or, or sell to them. But I have. Most of the, the followers that we have is people that already asked me for something or purchased something in the past. Okay. That's good, because if they've purchased something in the past, they might purchase something in the future. Okay. So were you saying I need to retarget them? I'm saying this is a great source of people that we might be able to go to. Okay. And let's run a mini experiment. Sure. So the idea of a mini experiment is let's do a test. Yeah. So if we do a test, let's say for the next 10 days, message 20 of them each day. Very good. And say... I would do that. Yeah, what should we say to them? Because you're right, we don't just want to sell to them. We don't just want to crack at them. No. But we want to engage them. Okay. What, sh what could we say? First thing that come out to my head, it's like try to f show them the new pieces that we have according to whatever holiday in Mexico we have. Like, so that's kind of selling to them, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, here, look at my yeah. new piece. Yeah. Bye. Otherwise, we'll be like sending the symbols. Okay. So they, they know. So we're sending information. Yeah. But that's more of a... A push. Yeah, probably it is. Basically, we have push communication where we're just sending stuff to people. Mm -hmm. And But what I'm saying is how can we engage them? How can we bring them into a conversation? What's the quickest way to get someone to engage with you? That's a hard question for me because most people engage with me trying to find out about what the, the art mean, what the symbols mean. Is that will be the answer to that too? So like 
they want to engage to find out what the symbols is. Yeah, what the meaning. What the symbols are. Yeah. So you've got these eight and a half thousand followers. How can we enter into a conversation with them? How can we start a conversation with some of them? I will probably ask them if they know about the symbols. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So do you know about the symbols on the B-Dart? I think that's, that will be one of the ways to start a conversation with them. Could we also ask them if they own any Mexican or Huichol B-Dart? Yeah, definitely. That's a great question. So we could ask them, yeah. like, they follow your account, but they might not have purchased yet, or they might have done. So if you say to one of these individuals, do you own any Huichol or B-Dart? Most people probably won't reply, but some will. What's the two possible answers? Yes or no. Yeah. If they say yes, what are you going to say? Would you like to add another piece to you? <laughs> That's selling straight away, Neft. Let's engage them a little bit more first. I will, I will, I will ask them uh, what kind of piece they have. Perfect. And then we can enter into a conversation. We can, yeah. And then we can start and to close. Yes, then. Yeah, I will ask them like, what kind of piece or, or why did they purchase their piece or what kind of symbols they have in the piece. or why did, Most people ask, buy pieces because they, they reflect or they relate to the symbolism that is on the piece. So they say, like, I will say, like, probably the corn plant that means fertility. So a woman that probably just got married and they want to have a kid, they want to buy a piece that says fertility so they can have a kid. Or if they have a kid, they want to have a piece that they have the eye of God, with, which is like the protection for the kids. So that, that's very, that's like the way I will, I will do it. Have you got one that will make me younger and more handsome? Yeah, you have to eat a little bit of peyote. <laughs> and then you'll, be, you'll feel handsome and, and you'll feel younger, definitely. Um, so we asked the question, do you have any of the art? If they say yes, we've got a great direction there. If they say no, what do we say? I will ask that if they don't, they don't have a way to get any, or if they're interested and get any because of the symbolism that they have. So we're going straight into sales again. Yeah. Okay, let me figure out another question then. I will say, like, probably why do they, f why do you follow me now? With the, <laughs> with the, kind of, kind yeah. of, why do you follow why me? You Maybe. Why is you interesting in the BDAR? Maybe you could ask, have you ever been to Mexico? Have you ever seen BDART here? Yeah. What made you interested in this subject? You'll find all sorts of interesting comments and questions and engagement that then can lead to, that's interesting, have you seen this? And once we've engaged, then we can start to sell to them. But if we go straight into, here's my latest piece. No, that won't work. It'll send people the other way and we'll just get unfollowed. Yeah. So the idea is to engage and connect first. Would you be up for a mini experiment? Of course. Of testing direct yes. marketing to your Instagram and Facebook yes. followers? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Perfect. So we're going to have a go there. You've got some great people there. That can also increase traffic to the website as well. Because sometimes you send them a message... They'll go, who's messaging me? I'd forgotten I've even followed that account. Yes, yes, it happens. <laughs> they click on the account, 
they look, they see your photos, they go, oh, that's actually quite interesting. I didn't even know. I've not seen that for ages. And they click through to the website. So it, you never know what can happen when you do this stuff. But I would say let's start with a test and do a certain amount each day. Let's do it for two weeks Very good. and see what the results are. That sounds terrific. The entire of marketing is test and measure. Yes. So we come up with an idea, we test it, we measure the results, and we see if it's worth our time. If it is worth our time, we do it lots. If it's not worth our time, we go back to the beginning, come up with a new idea, and In start again. Way. And that's the basic. Yeah. The basic I totally piece. agree. Yeah, so I'm up to that test. Yeah, and I will do that. Definitely, I will do that. I love that. So if you're listening to this right now, episode 24 of season two was 10 ways to drive traffic to your website with Henry. We went through them all on the episode, but just to run through them quickly now for you listening and for Neft, search engine optimization. It's the long play. You've been doing a lot of that for those key terms, and it seems to be bringing people in. Not generating that many sales yet, but at least people are finding your website when they're searching for it. We're doing a little bit of the old school marketing, which is the handing out of the yes. flyers at the shop, the going yeah. to the hotels. That stuff can be surprisingly valuable. The industry-specific marketplaces. Now, craft... We're talking about local craft yes. handmade products. Where do people go to buy that? Are there any like big sites, big places? Like you're talking about other stores? No. Yeah. No. They probably find something in the markets here in Puerto Vallarta. Which oh, it's is like, physical yeah, markets. Physical. Yeah. yeah. There is a couple of websites also. A couple of websites. Yeah. Is there anything like this on a Etsy or a... Probably, probably it's an Etsy. We, we've been in Etsy for like a couple of years too. Did that work for you? Not really. No. Not really. We, we are in Pinterest too. We try to be in other marketplaces like the Mexican uh, Mercado Libre and you know all that. Yes. But the commissions they charge, they're huge. And what we want to do is like keep our prices low so every, everybody can have a, you know, a piece in their house. We don't want to increase the prices. We don't want to increase the prices, like so people get like scared of it. Like, if you see the price in the gallery is the same price we have in the in the website. We don't want to increase prices at all. Yes, and some of the fees on those websites can be large. Yeah. The other way about driving traffic is backlinks, links back to your website from other sites. Okay. Do you do? anything where you swap links or swap promotions with i'm thinking of other mexican products uh, agave tequila no we haven't we haven't uh probably it's kind of weird to say but a lot of people are jealous but we wanted to do that so if someone out there that want to do that we can we can you know share links i have no problem at all Because I think that seems like a good idea. Because if yeah. people have fallen in love with the place, with the food, with the drink, with the crafts, yeah. there's no reason why they might look at 
a bottle of something and buy art or vice versa. So there's a way there that you could connect with the other local businesses. Make the network bigger. Yeah. Do you partner with any of the other local businesses to promote? No, we haven't. We only have, there is a website in Puerto Vallarta, it's calling the Malecon, the Puerto Vallarta Malecon, and that's the only one that they have their information. There's a couple magazines also that they have their information, but none any important website that we notice that we have, you know, customers coming over to our website. So let me give you all an idea. Okay. I remember on one particular rebel business school I was running, it was in Liverpool in England, and there was sort of 50 people in the workshop. And as I'm going through the course, I start to find out, oh, there's a wedding photographer. And then another lady was a wedding singer. And then this other person made cakes for weddings. And we had about five businesses in the room that all wanted to sell to weddings. They're all selling to the same person. But they're all individually <laughs> trying, to do their... trying to do their thing mm-hmm. rather than working together. Okay. And if the cake person finds a customer saying, oh, have you sorted your photographer? We've got someone who's local and fantastic. I can show you their work. And the photographer says, have you sorted the entertainment for your wedding? I've got a fantastic singer. If you need to, I can introduce you. I can send you some of their music. So there's businesses here that are trying to get the same customers as you are. Okay. We're always more powerful together. Of course. They probably, there are a lot of them. Uh, Like you mentioned before, like the tequila, like people that do uh, group events. Mm. Because they normally want to give them like trophies and recognitions to people. Yeah, I bet there's lots of that. Yeah, lots of that here. And, you know, all over, not only here, probably Mexico, Guadalajara, and any other country that do events and give recognitions. And we are working also on some designs for events like bicycle, you know, uh, uh, competitions, motorcycle competitions. So we are trying to make examples of the trophies before we launch it and, you know, it on, on online so they can see that what we have in these I don't know if we're doing the other way around instead we, we should do it before just ask them or just show them online no you should always sell before you create yeah because that's yeah. the general <laughs> for this podcast that's the general idea sell before it exists <laughs> once you've got a customer then you can make it and deliver it to them so would it be alright if I gave you some homework please so for you for JP, for the people you work with, think about what other business owners do I know, like, and trust Okay. in the local area that are going for the same customers? And then I would like you to organize to meet five of them and talk about how you can help them get customers and they can help you get customers. Very good. I will do that. I'm start searching for who I can work with. Somewhere in your list of friends, business owners, yeah. there are people that would love to do that with you. 
And it's the same homework for you listening as well. This stuff works no matter what business, what area you're in. There is someone that has a non-competing product that sells to the same people you want to sell to. Yes. Work with them, share links, share promotions. They can promote you to their mailing list. You can promote them to... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, definitely I will do that. And I'm already think about like a couple, couple websites or businesses that I can work with. Perfect. So marketing in general is a process of coming up with ideas, testing and measuring it. That's it. That's what we need to do. And whenever we get stuck looking for customers, what we have to do is do some diagnosis to work out where we are currently, find out the question like, oh, okay, the question here is how do we get more traffic to our website? And then we generate ideas, test the ideas, ditch the ones that don't work and use the ones that do work. That is the process that we need to go through. The bit in the middle, the ideas, is the exciting bit. <laughs> so it's like, let's come up with some crazy ideas. Let's do some fun stuff. That's the exciting bit. Yeah. But we have to do the diagnosis and ask the questions first to understand what is already working, what's not, where are we focusing, before we come up with the ideas, and then we test. Very good. We, would, we will do that. I definitely will start doing my homework <laughs> <laughs> then it's the injection of energy yes and it's your energy and the team of people you've got that you can put into it one thought for you we did some work with retail businesses in the past and in shops you tend to get shop assistants who when they're not serving customers they don't really do anything like sometimes they clean the shop in the morning and then they put a few bits out and then they sit on the phone when there's no customers in the store. Mm -hmm. That's an underutilized resource. Okay. Do you know what I mean by that? Yes, I do. It's like wasted time. Yeah. Can you get them to do some of the messaging to your Instagram accounts? I probably will. I have, we have at least 10 to 15 uh, people that attend clients that I've got to work with, yeah. So we might be able to get them to engage, ask yeah. questions, send messages. Then when you've got that level of energy going out into the world, because you're a very strong man, Neft, but you're still only one man with so much time. Uh, if we can use the people around you, if we can leverage other people, if we can work with other people, we'll spread our message yes. far wider. We'll reach more people, get more people to the website which if it continues to convert at the same rate will lead to more sales at the end of the day. I'm going to work on that too. That sounds like a terrific idea. More hands, more people talking, engaging more people, so that will increase definitely our business. Definitely they will help. So before we wrap up with the closing thoughts and comments for everyone listening, uh, what have you thought of this, Neft? Because I know you were a little nervous before going, what is this podcast stuff? I've gone to a random British man's house in Mexico. What am I doing? How has this been? What have you thought? Well, uh, the very first, uh, I was, I don't know, I, I was thinking about what I'm going to say if he asked me questions that I don't know the answers, right? But... Everything that you asked me, I think I had an answer for everything. And like you say, uh, 
this is only going to be a conversation like you know human to human and that's the way it was and and i feel very comfortable and i have a new good ideas that i'm going to work with and i really appreciate really appreciate that you you know make me feel comfortable doing this yeah And do you know what the best answer is? If you don't know what the answer is to a question... I've got to say no, I don't know. You just say, I don't know, and then you go, cool, that's what we need to do next is find out. Yeah. And ad admitting we don't know all the answers, you cannot know all the answers. Like, it's impossible. So we just admit we don't know all the answers, we look it up, we work it out, uh, and then together we figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, I always think that we, if we see one object, you know, the two of us at the same time, we can see the object, but we don't see the same angle. So I can see one thing, but I probably don't see the other way, right? So you can tell me, help me out, the part that I don't see it. So that's what I like, you know, talk to people about it too, so they can help me out. I'm open to ideas all the time. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your business and your ideas. If you're listening to this, please check out Neff's website. He would be very happy. It's tierrahuichol.com, T-I-E-R-R-A, Huichol, usual spelling, .com. You can find it there. Look it up. Send Neft a message. Have a look at the pieces. The rhinoceros is incredible. So have a look at those. Please do that. Uh, if you have a chance, come over, take a look at our website. It's beautiful. And uh, find out about all the meaning and colorful. And Mexican culture is awesome. So that's our main purpose, to share the culture of Mexico to the world. I love that. And if you get a chance, come down here. It is beautiful. The people are friendly. The food is incredible. Uh, so there we go. My closing message for all of you listening is... If you ever get to a point where you are stuck marketing your business, we just need to diagnose what's happening, create a question, which can be as simple as how do I get more traffic to my website? How do I find more customers? Generate ideas and test. And it is in that process of generating ideas, testing them and putting them out in the world, you will start to figure out what works for your business. Because there is no one size fits all. Because what works for Mexican bead art probably won't work for selling corporate presentations to a big company. And we have to find out what works for our business. And the only way, the only way to know what works for your business It's is testing. to test testing so please stop listening to the rebel entrepreneur and go out and test and measure you can have any life you want to choose to build something cool choose to take action choose to work to make your dreams become reality stand out be different be yourself Be a rebel entrepreneur.